Some people clap on a one and three. Some people clap on a two and four. Some people don't join at all because they got no rhythm, and that's all right. Some people, they drink too much. Some people don't drink enough. Some people are just like me. I hope y'all forgive them. I'm like Scott and Tommy Corbins. I'm like Pete Southtown, Zan Zan. I'm always speaking my mind, but I'm better off by my tongue. I'm a bad show at the wrong time. Still, I'm a legend of my own mind. I'm good for the song, but I'm not for Welcome to another episode of Two Ales and Hockey Tales with Wally. And today, I am so excited to have on a 40-year-old from Ham Lake, Minnesota, USA. His hockey journey took him to the USA, Austria, Sweden, and England. A staple of the Lincoln Stars and Colorado College Tigers. Laced up for 396 games in the AHL and three actual NHL matches with the Columbus Blue Jackets. He's been an assistant coach with the University of Wisconsin Stout, an assistant captain of the Colorado College Tigers, Syracuse Crunch, and Bridgeport Sound Tigers. But he is best known for getting a swollen tongue when he drinks alcohol. Welcome to the podcast, Trevor Freshman. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. That's quite the introduction. Hey, man, it's been a long I don't like, time. I don't like hearing that 40, though. I know. I can't believe like you're actually ago. 40. I hit that like as of a week ago. What'd you do for it? Did you do anything? Um, yeah, it just felt like a week week long celebration. Wife had all sorts of plans for us, but yeah, nothing nothing too crazy. Okay, yeah, I was I was trying to avoid it. <laughs> yeah, that's forty. <laughs> eh? I can't believe we're this old now. That is, I know, nuts. <laughs> I know, I agree. Um, so that's getting into how we know each other then is, uh, we were, uh, rookies together in professional hockey, eh? Yeah. It, wonderful, wonderful date. Daytona beach, Ohio. It's quite, it's, and- quite, it's quite the place to play in your first year for your introduction to pro hockey. Yeah. Nice, uh, nice, uh, location to live, um, and reside really. Eh? Those were nice apartments yeah. we lived in, weren't they? Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, it's un- unbelievable. Although, like the the springtime during our playoff run, like we did later, we up. made the most of it. You're right. You're right. And Worked hard, almost play hard. Back in college, oh. sitting outside, were we playing like bags and stuff oh, all yeah. the time? And oh yeah, drinking beers and yeah. felt like we're in college again. All the way to the finals. When you have fun, <laughs> yeah. you win, right? <laughs> That's right. That's um, right. And uh, I guess you would. I guess since we're getting into how we know each other, you also would have met one of our neighbors, Tommy Gunn. Eh? <laughs> See, I wasn't around when the first Tommy Gunn incident happened. So you guys told me about him when I came back. I think. Yeah, you were and called was, up most of the so year. I didn't. So I didn't. I wasn't a part of the original encounter when. I remember getting a call from either it was either you or Farney be like, yeah, our, our roofs are leaking or it was probably, it was probably core. It was probably Claire saying, no, oh, the roofs are leaking, filling up with water. <laughs> so I miss, yeah, I missed that whole, whole damn night. 
Yeah, well, I guess you were the big time. You were so that is how we get into how we know each other. As yeah, you were called up yeah, most of that time. season. Um, I was on a one-way <laughs> AHL deal, and uh, every time I'd get sent down, you'd get called up, or if you got sent down, I get called up, and somehow we were still best buddies, eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But seriously, seriously, yeah. you took my job, asshole. <laughs> well, you got to learn how to play on the fourth line. I know I yeah, wasn't my role. <laughs> that's, the only, that's the only reason I was there. Okay. Uh, one thing I, I want to talk. I can't score. Well, you weren't asked to, you were asked to penalty kill and skate really fast and you could yeah. do that. That's right. Um, you, I, I didn't really know much about roles until I got to pro. And then I was like, Oh, these, the roles you're asking me to do, I can't do those. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so yeah, no, true. I was down in Dayton most of the time. And yeah, we met Tommy Gunn. I guess we won't get into that too much of that. Cause you were called up most of the season and you were on what you were on a two way AHL East coast, right? Yeah. Yeah. That first year. And it was, I don't know. I, I felt lucky to even get that. I mean, I wasn't coming out of college. I think I, I mean, once I, I had a pretty good junior senior year, I felt like maybe I could play a little bit or play for a little while, but it was never like my, goal or dream to play in the nhl or something you know and well, uh, you were you were kind of old leaving college right but hey we're gonna yeah, get into I all mean, that well, i was i was you know a 21 year old i don't want to talk about this yet i don't want to talk about this yet we're gonna right, we're gonna right. get to colorado college all right i'm still all talking right. about how we know each other and i want to talk about being rookies together and i was so happy you were sent down to dayton during our rookie party because we were rookies together and that rookie party was something else wasn't it oh my god and and to be honest i can remember bits and pieces but that's about it and like most things i feel like my brain is shot and i'm the worst i was going to tell you beforehand but i'm probably a terrible guest because my memory is so terrible but that, that's okay. You'll be fine. I, I just hope yeah. you get, I just hope your tongue swells at least halfway through. <laughs> <laughs> you probably will. Probably will. <laughs> I hope so. That's if my not, goal. if not already. No, but seriously, uh, the rookie party, were we not dressed like girls for the night on the town? Yeah. I remember, wasn't there like a, there's like that nice, like there was a nice part of Dayton, the like new mall, the new outdoor area, right? mall, right? Yeah. yeah. That one didn't Mexican we bar we'd always like, go to. Yeah. Didn't we go there to like one of their popular bars or something? <laughs> I Not think popular, we were yeah, it was like dressed as the women. Bars there. Yeah, dressed yeah. as women and we did karaoke. Um, but you know what my favorite memory? Because maybe you remember this, maybe you don't. I bet you you do though. And you may pretend you don't. But <clears throat> the next morning at practice, Bruce. Um, oh, God. I, that's that's something we need to talk about too. Cause I don't even know how I got that name. Bruce. I, yeah, I actually was thinking about that today and I'm pretty sure I came up with it. And I have no idea why I think you just looked like a Bruce, not a Trevor. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure that's it. Yeah. So you were Bruce forever. For, yeah. You still are Bruce. <laughs> um, but that next morning after the night we were dressed up as girls and went hit the town and sang karaoke, um, I remember Derek Clancy, our coach saying to me, I am going to give you a lesson. Like when you have a night, like you boys did last night, all the coach wants to see is you handle the puck 
you make crisp passes. He, he says, the coach doesn't care how fast you're, you're practicing. He doesn't care how hard you're skating. He wants the passes to be on. This. Yeah. So do you want to tell your side of the story and I'll tell mine after? <laughs> no, you keep going. Okay. Cause this was, I know, the best, where, I know where you're going. This was the best practice as I've ever seen anyone put together in my life. <laughs> <laughs> so the, so Clancy tells me that and I'm like that makes a lot of sense like just take your time make a good pass cruise around and I, you know what if I was ever not feeling well at practice I I carried that with me my whole career but Bruce a couple uh, highlights of that practice okay um one time I remember you going in on like a flow drill you're like three feet from the net and you shot it over the netting like over like hit the ceiling with a shot then another time you had to go in take a snapper and then pick up a puck in the corner well you're going so fast and you're yeah. crushed that you step on the pucks in the corner and bail into the end wall i thought you were dead <laughs> and then the other one was it was like the four blues. You pass it across. Anyways, you sailed a pass like right by a guy's face, and you were going a hundred miles an hour, then you shot it up over the netting. And I remember laughing at you, getting all the boys to laugh at you. You're like, yeah. Whoa, Wally, you're going half speed out here. I'm just trying to get better. <laughs> <laughs> My yeah. favorite part, though, is when you stepped on the pucks and went flying into the end wall and you were going so fast. Yeah. The, the, the funny thing is, is I'm doing that and I'm like trying to play it off. And I think that Clancy didn't see any of it and and didn't even notice that I'm still hammered out here. It was, yeah, a, fun, it was a fun it's night. Probably, a it's, probably one I'd, it's probably one I'd like to uh, forget, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I never want to forget that practice ever. Cause yeah. that was literally the best practice I've ever seen someone put together. Like I've seen some guys out there having a time, but I've never seen guys go that fast when they're crushed. Like just, I didn't, down, I, didn't, I didn't smell like Kells out there though. Did I? God, no, that nobody smelled like that guy. That guy stunk so bad. Yeah. That unbelievable. And I <laughs> He would stick I hope up he's the listening. Whole I hope you have him on someday because I think he's a great dude. But my God, Did he, he used to like he used to stink up the whole locker. It was unbelievable. Well, and he he's would a, laugh he's a about it. He, yeah, no, he would fart, and it literally would clear the room, and he'd just be yeah. like giggling. But it was like most mornings. Yeah, I'd be interested how he's doing. I'd love to have him on. Um, yeah, yeah, you had that beer wall, and uh, you know what I noticed today, looking up uh, your stats, um, the recruiting team or uh, research team was on it today. But uh, Paul Kelly oh, yeah. was our leading scorer in the playoffs that year on the route to the finals. Are you serious? I am serious. Paul Kelly was our oh, leading scorer God. with twenty points in the playoffs. Wow! And he can play. He can play. He's, yeah, yeah, man. He's, kind, and of he a, he's kind of a freak. He could drink 15 beers every night and then uh, and still then, wake up and be able to play. And, yeah, and play well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're right. Um, so, yeah, no, I found it interesting that uh, we were, like, best buddies on that team, um, and we kind of, like, got called up and sent down. We, um, were, we were enemies and competing. Yeah, we were real enemies. Um, and you lived next door <laughs> to me in Dayton. 
with Corey LeClaire. Oh. What a beauty. I've been trying to find him. Haven't had any luck yet, but uh, I hope I can. He was a dandy. And then uh, my roommate, yeah, he was. my roommate, Brad Farnyuk, I think he got, you know, he would get a little, he didn't like how I kept the apartment. He wanted me to be a little cleaner. I was still a little bit of a university guy. He was a little more grown up than me. I'm sorry, Frank, if you're just hearing this now, I'm sorry I didn't keep it that clean. I I, I should have been better. Oh, you, you got to have fun. Oh, yeah. You can yeah. have everybody on, man. This can yeah, go on for decades. It. No, he, he was a good Farty was a good dude. Oh, yeah. We had a great but, time. But you're 100%, 100%, you're 100% correct. He was... He was way, way more responsible than us. Yeah, definitely me too. Um, but yeah, no, great time we had that year. And then you had Justin Miser, former Potter, um, episode 28. Yeah. He was a dandy and Scott Ford on the other side of our little complex there. And uh, yeah, he's, he was like our dad. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah. He, I think he, he was, was there playing bags though in the playoffs when we thought we were out of it first round. Yeah. Uh, he's, he was he was the old one. Yeah, he had ended up having he, a great career. He was, the old, a he was the old veteran. Yeah, he became a captain of an AHL team for a long time, and now I heard he's an assistant coach yeah. in, in the AHL. I tell you, is those Dayton really? Bombers, yeah, Dayton Bombers, special group of people there, eh? That is, that um, is for sure. Other thing I got for how we know each other, here's the part that really, really – gets to me because uh there's not many guys in pro that actually came to my hometown and visited me um college guys have but you actually put in the effort and on your way home from syracuse to minnesota you would stop in in elmira for at least minimum two nights uh we'd go golfing we'd hit the town in our christmas sweaters um and we had we had a time and uh so yeah, like it's great to see, you, and that's why I love doing this pod, man, because I get it, to see guys like you. I agree. I agree. That's the it's the good thing about uh, pro hockey. It's is you you uh, have all these awesome relationships and meeting all these great great guys, but but it's hard to to stay connected after. So it really is. I would be nice to nice to get back together, come back. Yeah. Where are you at now? Uh, about an hour and a half from Elmira, um, King Card, and it's um, on Lake Huron, yeah. like Michigan's, like, yeah, on the other side are, of the lake. The, the Mennonites still, they run around there too? Yeah, yeah, we got a lot of Mennonites here too, yep. I actually got <laughs> the kids out for a horse and buggy ride there. About a year ago, we went for a horse and buggy ride when I was getting some welding done. Um, nice. sa- same day, I played cricket with a with an Indian family. So yeah, that was a strange day around Bruce County horse and buggy riding a cricket. Nice. Match. <laughs> nice. nice. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Um, but no, it's great here. Yeah, um, no, that was, that was, that was good times, man. I, uh, so that would have I been 2008, it. 2009, probably. Eh? And then the other thing is, so you came, you, we did that. You put, you met all my buddies, you met my hometown buddies and like we were yeah. tight. And then, your careers just go different ways. And then you just, you don't, you don't find a way, like you're not driving through Elmira when I'm at home. Um, and you yeah. just don't see each other again. But one thing you did make it for was uh, back in 2009, you did fly over from Minnesota to Michigan for my Lisa and I's nuptials. That is true. 
Yeah, and I believe your tongue was and frozen by I, the end of that. I think night. I made a pretty good appearance at that venue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think you let him know you were there. Yep. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. Th- thanks for that. Yeah. Thanks for making the effort, though, man. Like it, it's interesting. Like in the hockey world, man, you get in, invited to a lot of weddings that aren't close, and there's some you can oh, make, yeah, some yeah. you can't, and it's like. That you made the effort and paid the money and you were there. That means a lot, you know? Yeah. No, man, it was, it was easy decision. Okay. I mean, it was, it was good time. Good time, buddy. I know it was a great time. Heck of a time. (laughs) Okay. So that's how we all know each other. And it's been a long time. Last time I saw you was after a, a match in Coventry. You hadn't played and I was playing for the Cardiff Devils. Right? Yeah. I saw you for a Did brief we, we moment. We saw each other. Man, for I... like, we talked for like 10 minutes after a game and you told me you were having, you know, where you were thirsty or whatever. You told me that story. Yeah, I saw you. Yeah. Yeah, that shows. I was, I was, well, we could get into that later. But yeah, I was a disaster. That was right where I had to, had to call it quits. we may as well let it flow get into it now i have little recollection of that time there did you want to just get into it now then if like we can talk oh yeah i don't care may as well Mm -hmm. let it flow because so basically what i remember is uh i'm playing for cardiff and uh coventry's got a pretty good team you guys had gertsey and that omera or whatever and you guys they were pretty good and then all of a sudden, Todd comes into the Cardiff, the GM there, and he says, Coventry signed an NHLer, like a former NHLer. They signed a former NHLer. And I'm like, oh, yeah, like, who is it? And he's like, it's Trevor Freshman. I'm like, Bruce? No way. They signed Bruce? <laughs> former NHLer. Yeah, oh, yeah. I love how they talk, I love how they talk over there. No, yeah. So then I, no uh, I, I heard it. you were you were in Coventry, and, boy, you had their feathers ruffled when you signed there. Cause you were yeah. a former NHLer, but um, then I saw you after a game and you didn't play. And then you kind of told me a brief story about how you had to shut it down and you weren't doing well. And that's the last yeah. time I spoke with you. Yeah. It's weird, man. Yeah. You tell me shit like that. And then we don't speak again. That's, fu- that's yeah. It was just, I mean, I, uh, sorry, dude, I should have reached out. No, 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 it's, it's fine. It just started, uh, I guess the year see, kind of, yeah, season before um, I was playing in Sweden and, and got, got a, got a concussion back in, I don't know, I think it was October, November. So pretty early in the year. And uh, it was a situation where it wasn't really documented and I, I didn't, I didn't even tell the the trainers or anything. You know, I didn't, it wasn't a situation where I was like laid out on the ice or something. I didn't tell them, but I went home that night and I was like, felt like shit. And anyways, I think it was like a day later, we had a day in between games or something. Day later, we had a game and I go up for warmups and I'm skating around warmups and I'm so dizzy. I was like, there's no fucking way I can play right now so i i told our trainer after that i was like i was like look like last game i got hit and 
Like they threw up after the game and um, like, I just went up, like went out for warmups. I'm so dizzy. It's like, I, is, I is this games back to back nights. Yeah. There was one, there was one day in between. I think. Did you have a practice? No, we didn't practice. And uh, so, yeah. So it was like next time beat on the ice. And so he was, so he was okay about it. The coaches were like, oh, we're you know, like, what the, what the fuck? What's going on? <laughs> and, um, so then I, I, whatever sat out, but it was like, ever since then, you know, it was kind of like, I was getting the feeling like from the coaches and the GM, like, didn't really know, like, are you, are you really hurt? Like, do you really have a concussion? You know, I, so I like starting to feel that pressure. And so I sat out for, I don't know, a week, week and a half, you know, I think I missed two or three games. And then, uh, I, I started, it felt like I could give it a try and over there. I mean, like most kind of places in Europe, I, it's probably better now, but back then or when I was there, it was like, there's no concussion protocol or anything there you're ready to play, you can go play. And uh, so I came back, came back too early. And I think it was like my second game back, I got just fucking laid out in neutral zone. And it was like a, it was like a whiplash hit. Like I did not see the guy coming. And once again, I was done. I came back to the, came back to the bench. And this time I was, I was, I was fucked. You're totally and the, fucked. The team doctor, the team doctor was on the bench, and and he was like, "Oh, just just take a couple shifts off, and we'll we'll see how you feel." Basically, yeah. And I think I went out for one more shift. I was like, "No, I can't. I can't fucking do this." That's well, scary. Anyways, long, man. Story, long story short, so that was. I think that was. Uh, I don't know. It was kind of end of November, December. And after that one, I sat out, kept trying to come back. And I finally felt like I could maybe play again, kind of end of January, early February. I came back, played, I think, one game, two games, and I couldn't do it. Like, I, I felt so dizzy, and it was, like, just noticeable out there. That I basically had to tell them, like, look, this is it. And so from that point on, I think it was, like I said, end of early January, end of January or something. From that point until I think it was, I don't know, end of September. Like, I honestly did not fucking feel like I could be on the ice. I would go down the ice, especially if there's other guys out there. And I was so dizzy and I couldn't comprehend, like, all the – you know the guys skating around. There's just well, too many, yeah, yeah. When your brain stimulus. when your brain can't and keep up. Uh, so I didn't. I never signed another contract or anything that whole summer, and you know nothing was coming up. And that's when the Coventry thing is like finally. I think it was like I signed there really late. It was yeah October November or something, and I finally felt like I like I have to at least give it a try and. So that's when I signed with, with uh, Coventry and I went over there and I, I 
was telling myself that I felt okay, but I think deep down I probably wasn't. And first couple games went well. Like first game, I think I, I think I scored and felt felt pretty good. Third game, I think I took like one decent hit, wasn't even bad, and it was like, there's no, I can't keep doing this. So I played three, <laughs> three games in Coventry, and, and that's when I was like, I gotta, I gotta call it quits. And I think it was partially probably the concussions, partially just like the mental aspect. Like there's a lot of, I mean, a lot of situations in, in Sweden that I'm kind of leaving out. Whereas like my anxiety was so bad as like living in, living in Northern Sweden in the middle of the winter, it's fucking light out like three hours of the day. And you're not even feeling like part yeah, of the team because like, you got a concussion. And yeah, and like I can't play. Like the town is tiny. There's nothing to do. And I'm living by myself. And like I was, I was to the point where I was like thinking, like, I'm going to fucking die in this place. And I had such terrible anxiety. And uh, so I think that it was almost like post traumatic stress, you know, like when I went back out and tried to play, it's like, I'm going to, I can't do this, you know? So it kind of just, it just ruined it, ruined it for me. And, uh, but I mean, it was, it's not the way that I wanted to end things because I felt like I still had a year or two, but, but at the same time, I mean, I was, I was old. I mean, it was, I was coming towards the You end were old when you started pro. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, no, I was, but I was, so I, can I, it, it wasn't like I had, it wasn't like I had 10 years left in me or anything, but right. it just, I wish but it's I not would. the way you want to go out. And no, so no. my question is then is how did it go then? Cause I know we talked after a game in Coventry and you kind of told me what was going on and that you were done yeah. and that you were heading back. Um, like how were things then when you get home, because it's already hard for hockey players getting out of hockey um, with a clear brain. Um, somewhat let alone yeah like a guy that is going through that shit and then you still got to move home and figure life out now right like was it all yeah, right i mean it it was uh it was it was shitty but luckily i mean my parents um i came back and i just i just moved in with them and um uh, they were they were pretty supportive and then uh I think, yeah, I was with, I forget how many months I was there, but I mean, it, it helped just being with them. And then uh, January or February of that, that coming next year, I, I met my wife and uh, that, that helped things a lot. But even then at that stage, when I, when I met her, I mean, she was, she would tell you like I was still, you know, just the anxiety was the worst thing. It's like I, I had a hard time like going out to dinner and stuff, or or like going to the grocery store anytime, being around a bunch of other people. And that's was, not the Bruce I know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was like in in Sweden. I remember like there was like a a big outing. Like we went to this uh, like ski town, and I forget what it. I think it was like right before like the playoffs were starting or something and 
I shouldn't even fucking win, but you know, it's like I gotta, I gotta try and go. It's like yeah. I was miserable. I don't want to fucking sit in this little town by myself, and so I went, and it was like, like nightclub dancing that night, you know, like loud. Oh, and the bar and the lights and, and everything. Oh my god, I've never been so miserable in my life, and I was like, just I went, I went back to the to the place we were staying at and like went laid in bed but i was like at the same time like having like panic attack you know because my anxiety was so bad but that's brutal uh, i don't know yeah well, that was that was that was the dark side of the career yeah but i'm feeling well, feeling fine now so well, that's perfect that you're feeling fine now and uh yeah i guess that gets us into my next segment of the show because we're gonna, I, you know what, folks, shit gets real sometimes on this podcast, and uh, you know, yeah, I didn't, you, I didn't mean to, I didn't make mean to make it like a serious. Like, oh no, it's no, it's no. all good, man. This is no, this is real shit, and like, th- yeah. this is what guys go through, and like, it's it sounds like the classic case of uh, you get pressure in Europe, and you come back too soon to start it all off, where if the very first yeah, one you take yeah. your time like it's the same with my knee man i was partially it's different than a head but i was yeah. partially torn and then they tell me to come back early and i fully tear it and it changes my whole career and you heads are scary man like i yeah, uh, i had a bunch of stingers but not like the real ones like the throwing up and the not remembering shit like the those ones are some scary shit yeah yeah and that's it's just a it's a hard thing because you can't no one can see it you know no one sees what you're going through and i had before this situation in in sweden i mean i i had uh five like documented concussions between you know like junior junior before college you know and every time it was like normal sit out a couple of weeks or a week and I'd come back and, and I was completely fine. It's basically but, as soon as you can see straight, you're like, okay, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it was, this, right? I mean, yeah, but this, but this time it was, I, I, yeah, I don't know if it was kind of the, the pressure I was feeling kind of enhanced it or what, but yeah, it was bad. And I was definitely, uh, not myself and definitely couldn't play hockey anymore. That's for sure. Well, dude, I'm glad you're feeling better now. And, um, I hope that shit doesn't happen to you anymore. And, uh, now that, uh, we, uh, don't play hockey anymore, I guess there, that shouldn't happen, but moving on now, we're going to get into brighter times now. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. Where and what are you yep, doing let's now? Move, let's move on. Where and what are you doing now? Because I'm looking at your shirt and it says girl dad. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm doing. Is that that's what you're what doing? doing? No, I'm uh, um, so I was fortunate family or my mom and dad had a business that I uh, I didn't think that I ever wanted to get involved with. But, you know, it's the easy option when you get done playing hockey and uh especially kind of ending the way i did in the situation i did 
I didn't do shit for like a year, by the way. <laughs> and uh, well, you couldn't. Uh, yeah. So I so I yeah I started there, but now so it's been I don't know five years, six years, and uh, it's going pretty good. But it's a uh, it's a small business, about twenty people or twenty five employees, and it's uh, completely different from the hockey world. It's it's a manufacturing business, and we make patterns and molds for the foundry industry. So anything that is needs to be cast to be made. So like, you know, like a lot of engine parts, like cylinder heads and, and stuff like that, or a lot of stuff, uh, a lot of stuff in the defense industry. So we make the mold that liquid metal or aluminum is poured into, you know, and what's created is a casting. So it's a lot that's way over my head. And, uh, but I'm learning as they go and it's, the more I learn, the better it is. Well, then you get I more confidence. I, I enjoy right? it. I have an older brother that's been there. Like he's five years older than me. He's been there basically straight out of high school. So he's kind of in line to, to be the head person to take work for my dad. But my dad wants me to, you know, kind of be, Right the right with man, yeah. the, the second, the second in command, you should say. Well, and that's pro- if you got twenty to twenty-five employees, I would think you get into the family business. That sounds like it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, it's 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 a nice. I mean, it's it's nice. I mean, I always, I'm not using my college education really at all. Would you take <laughs> my college degree? College degree, I should say, but. What'd you take? What's that? What'd you take? In, co- in college? Uh-huh. Economics. It was it was it was the easy option at Colorado College. <laughs> you know, I shouldn't say I shouldn't say it was easy because it was far from it was far from easy. But Colorado College is a liberal arts school, and I was I mean I'm more like a technical. I really should have went to like a technical school, but wow! Sometimes when it comes to hockey, honest, to be completely honest, it was going more for the hockey. But um, well, that's what every hockey guy was, does. I mean, I was happy about it being a good school, though. Um, but hey, so how old are your kids? What do you got? One and three. I am in the. You're in one. I hope your head's feeling good for kid, that. Young kid, meat grinder. Yeah. Yep. Both my wife and I are uh, ready to pull our hair out, like you've been through. I mean, you have two. Uh, two. Yeah. Yeah. Eight and six. Yeah, I don't have. I don't have any boys, but yeah, the girls are uh, giving us a run for run for the money, and uh, but it's fun. <laughs> oh yeah. But at the same time, is. like every night, like I was just a. Uh, scramble to try to get them to bed before this was going to happen wow it's you know that's just life buddy you'll get used to it now yeah they get older and you're like i got a podcast you guys gotta go to sleep (laughs) so i can go to the chat and they do they they they, uh they support the pod just like um lisa so it's good um they let me come out here and i'm so thankful because this is so fun to see you again buddy yeah, I do you have do you have? I know you have one boy. Are they both boys? No, 
No, one of each. I, one of each. We got okay. Zoe and Colby. Yeah, and Zoe's quite the unit yeah. herself. She's quite the gal. Yeah. <laughs> so, so they both hold holds the the young one. Six. Yeah. Six already. Yeah, man, six and eight. So they both. So they both got to see you play. And... Um. Well, Zoe was like she was out on the ice with me, and we have pictures together, but she wouldn't remember any of that. Colby. Yeah. Colby has very faint memories where it's like they're yeah. fading, but at least he, there's some videos he can watch where he can see what he used to get to do and go on the ice and see yeah. like what the Carter yeah, fans awesome. would do. Yeah. It was cool, man. When you have kids, you appreciate the fans and like just what they do for you oh, yeah, a lot yeah. more. Yeah. That's my only, I shouldn't say regret, but kind of just wish is that you could do more that, right like, with you know on the ice with my girls and stuff but right but yeah well, well, it, it wasn't it, meant to be right you saw the there's some guys that play until their kids are like 10 years old and they remember lots of it then there's some that hardly remember any of it but it was a cool experience but moving on is we got to get into this now is minor hockey and ham lake no, actually, I got a random question first. You got a what question? I got a random question here from okay. a former teammate right. of yours. Okay. Yeah. He wants to know why people from Massachusetts are better skiers than folks from Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Do you know what that's about? Are they? I do. So... It must be Reed Goolsby or someone. I don't someone know that, that knows is. him. Someone that knows him. Reed Goolsby is uh, was a good buddy of mine in college. Was he's his a, nickname Ghouls? Goolsby. He's what's, a mat. He's, what's his he's nickname? Ghouls. He's a masshole. <laughs> I don't think he had a nickname. His nickname should have been Ghouls or Ghoulsy. Yeah. Whatever. He's a great dude. He is an asshole, though. It's, you know, like, they're just arrogant. They just think they're fucking the shit out there. <laughs> um, so where did this guy play with you? In, at, at Colorado College. Okay. He was, he, so he was, like, a class ahead of me. And we, I think it was after the season, we went to uh, Vail and went skiing, obviously. Or, and it was the night before we were drinking, we were fucked up. And uh, we were, he was talking about how much skiing he's done and like how good of a skier he is, and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I, I skied my, my whole life. Like our family used to always go on trips and stuff to Colorado. And so I was like talking shit back, like, oh, fuck. Like, I will out ski you tomorrow, which I don't know how you judge your skiing. But so the next day after we were each talking shit, like, oh, Minnesota skiers are better than than Massachusetts skiers. First run, like we went all the way up to the top, like had to take multiple chairlifts, get to the top. First run, we go down. I, I am going as fast as I can, <laughs> just like on the ice. Just bombing it, and you didn't step was, on the box, did you? The snow was like not the greatest. It was like kind of 
crusty icy on top. Yeah, yeah. You're going to blame it on I the snow, like, just like stepping on the pucks. Yeah. It's like I make like my second turn <laughs> and my ski pops off and I start tumbling down the hill. <laughs> and somehow, somehow my ski came up, hit me right in the face, in the cheek, and like sliced me open. I don't like, I don't know why. Just like pro hockey, my face is a magnet. So I have this gash in my <laughs> the side of my face. It was literally the first effing run that we did that day. And so it was this guy, Reed, and I think it was one of his buddies. And then uh, another another CC guy, Andy Canzanello. Well, oh, you, you, you know Canz. Oh, do I? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, uh, he was just a few episodes ago there, Bruce. <laughs> was he? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was crushed, too crush sorry i'm a new i'm a new i'm a new fan of your, your podcast yeah no kansi came on and uh he was actually the one i reached out to and he wants to say hi to you um oh. is he the one is he the one that just sent you the message yeah because he yeah he's a beauty he's the, i don't know the other guys you're talking about i know kansi oh, yeah no yeah. kansi's a beauty and he said you even lived there for a few summers eh and he said you uh when your tongue would swell, you were a really good karaoke singer in Vail. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Jeez. No, yeah. That sounds fun living in Vail. Yeah, I live with Canada. Canada. We lived there. I lived there like oh, two or three years. Yeah, it was, it was One of great. the best guys in hockey, eh? Oh, my God. He's unbelievable. He got, he got topless is... on the pod. What's that? He got topless on the pod. He got topless? Well, he was 12 beers was deep he... when we started. <laughs> he's such a dandy and then he had a guy in the background laughing every time we'd say a joke there'd be a guy in the background laughing it was awesome Are you me? oh yeah oh, man it really God. added an element to the to the episode um okay he's yeah he's still in bill so yeah. anyways back to that that story so that was the first run of the day and those assholes Kansy, mostly were like oh you got I think he's concussed, or I think he's, uh, and I was completely fine. I just had a cut on my face, <laughs> and they were trying, they were trying to get me, trying to get the ski patrol guys to take me down on, you know, like the, whatever the, the stretcher cart. thing, like on a stove. Yeah, hill? <laughs> like the stretcher going down the hill. I was like, no, I'm not fucking doing that. Well, anyways, yeah. So I, I skied down, and then I spent the whole day in the hospital getting waiting to get stitches and i got stitches in them in my cheek and uh yeah didn't i would say day. the answer to that question would be massachusetts are the best skiers oh just stop that no. well it sounds like it <laughs> there's only one yeah. answer okay moving on moving on minor hockey in ham lake What's that like? And then I heard uh, in the U.S. you guys really play high school hockey. We don't really do that here in Canada. Well, yeah. And I, I listened to your, listened to our pal Miser the other day. He's talking about Edina. So Edina is like, if you're just loaded, that's, you know, the, the cake eater town. Edina? Okay, in, I don't know Minnesota, Minnesota very well. So you're so, saying... A dine is the king of the town, but you go to Colorado on skiing trips. 
So I'm yeah. confused now. I'm in. Well, so yeah, what? Was, what town goes on skiing trips to Colorado? Because I'm. Well, confused. I was in college in Colorado. I mean, it was like an hour and a half drive. Okay. No, actually, yeah. the, where you guys went well, to where school. Where I live, where where I grew up, is Ham Lake is a town. Like where I played hockey is Blaine is the city. That's and that's where I live now, Blaine. You're in Blaine. And never did get kind to of, that. Uh, it's not Edina. It's more uh, more country, more redneck, <laughs> and more trucks with uh, dual exhaust and stuff like that. Um, Big tires. More uh, American flags, you know, flying out the back, stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, it was a good place to grow up and played, yeah, played high school hockey for Blaine, not Ham Lake. And uh, how big's Blaine? Let's... I don't know. It's a suburb of Minneapolis, and it's okay. I don't know. It's big. I'm not. I shouldn't say I'm in the country because it's, okay. So you guys are just all in the suburbs. It's the of Twin City suburban area. So like, Blaine is a suburb, just like Miser's Edina is a suburb. He's just down south, a little bit nicer area. Um, I mean, it's it's big. It's but it's not I like its you. own little town. You know, it's a suburb. So you never really know when you're in Blaine or you're not Blaine. I understand. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you play high school hockey. You guys had some good players on those teams. I saw that Bochensky yeah. stuff, eh? Yeah, I was fortunate. We uh, we were right. Just grew up with a with a good group of guys in uh, Matt Hendricks, who, who had a pretty pretty good professional career. Um, he played a bunch of Brandon Bochensky, who, yeah. uh, like, I don't know how he didn't last in the NHL. He played, played some, but then he had a, like an unbelievable career in, in Russia. Um, he's just a legend where he played over there. Um, and then Scott Rontfold, uh, I don't know, a hand, handful of guys that played division one hockey. Um, I think there was, Probably six or seven of us that played. And this is all hockey, out of Blaine is, High School. Yeah, all on our all on our high school team, which was was just kind of rare. And we won we won the won the state championship when I was a senior, which was sweet. That would so, be a big deal, eh? Kind of the claim to fame. The Minnesota High School tournament is a big deal, Wally. I, I I've heard of it. Is that not the this the tournament where the guys come out with sweet hairdos and come out to yeah. the line? Yeah, that's it. That's it. Every played at uh, whatever they excel the Wilds Arena. And every game is up until this last year with this COVID shit. Every game is sold out. Yeah, it's nuts. Sold out in high school, playing in front of for that a, many for people. A Minnesota, for a Minnesota kid, it's kind of uh, it's the dream is is to play in that tournament. So it was cool. And was you won play, it. So uh, how is it? One fight, one game final, and you won the one game final. What was the score? Yeah, no, it's just it was six nothing. <laughs> six nothing. Yeah, yeah. It's against Duluth East, who was a did powerhouse. You, did you have a mullet when you came out to the blue hockey. line? Did I have a what? A mullet or anything, a good hairdo. 
No, I mean, I feel like when, when I was in high school, I feel like it was like, you know, like writing numbers in your head and stuff. You know, you remember, did you ever do that? Like I think we dyed our or, hair blonde. Or shave some steps in your hair or something. I think that's what it was for us. Yeah, I think we like were the blonde, whole, bleached. The whole hair thing wasn't, wasn't a thing yet. Okay, after you won that, you go to the Lincoln Stars. How do you end up with the Lincoln Stars? Where's that? Am I supposed to the know Lincoln where that is? Lincoln Stars, Lincoln, Nebraska. Nebraska. Um, yeah, I actually went there. Went there for like twenty games right after, right after we won the the state championship. I went and finished the year with Lincoln for like twenty games, um, and it was. Lincoln is unbelievable place. That's in the USHL, and uh, just I don't. I guess I'm not 100 sure what it's like today, but it's un. It's when I was there, it was like the best place to play in that league. Like the fan, the fan support, and like they know nothing about hockey back then, but they just loved. There, I mean, I think the arena was like. Like on the state fairgrounds, and it was just like a makeshift hockey arena, but it held, I think it was like 3,000, and it was sold out every game, and people were just hammered. And they put on, like, they just put on a show. Like, we had this ridiculous, like, opening light show and stuff where this star comes down from the ceiling. <laughs> so it's a pretty cool place to, to uh, play for junior. Um, sure. And I ended up, yeah. So I played like 20 games after my senior year, and then uh, two full years after that. So then you move there, and you're doing nothing but just playing junior because you're trying to get a scholarship, right? Yeah, basically. But in that league, you either you either need to be in high school still, which I wasn't, um, or you need to work, or you need to take college classes okay would you so do my first year i think my first year i took a few college courses and then uh second year i worked at hy-vee and i worked at a liquor store yeah it was great um <laughs> yeah no i so then when, when do you get recruited to colorado college in when, that that second that second year my second year of junior i mean i was like throughout my junior years, I mean, I was, would be talking to schools and stuff, but no one, no one was offering me. You know, like no one was like begging me to come there and like we'll give you a full ride or anything. It's just like, hey, we're interested, you know, like keep playing well, kind of thing. Uh, and so yeah, it was like the my second second full year is when Colorado College, you know, kind of offered me or would like seem more interested and that's your last one year. of the ones you're kind of old at that yeah. point right yeah i was 20 i mean that was my last you can't play past you know 20 year. 21 or whatever by the way we were talking Canada. about the conkeys there last beer which was a navigating lieutenant this one here is a thresher belgian whip beer it's a what thresher thresher is the name yeah from this are my sponsor the bayfield brewing company Oh, nice. Yeah. Is that, is that, that's a local brewery? 
Yeah, they're about 40 minutes down the road, down uh, right down the lake. Nice. I like those. I like those local breweries. Oh man, these yeah, and these guys are of, making the we best have a lot beers of them here too. Well, these these guys are making the best beers for like the little breweries around. The other ones, like I can maybe like try one beer and I'm like, yeah, it's all right. And I can do like one or two of them. These ones, I like all everything they've given me, and um, apparently I yeah. can drink them in bulk. <laughs> yeah, I might, I might have to go get a refill here. Um, okay, well then uh, you can ask me a question while you go get a refill, eh? Um, but moving on, as you get recruited to Colorado College, did you get a full ride for four years? No, no, I got... I forgot. It was like a half scholarship my first year. And you played in the and NHL. Yeah. It was like, and they had our, and I, I didn't uh, commit to them um, until kind of like the springtime. You know, As a 20 year old. Yeah. And you played in the NHL. Late. Yeah. It was late. I was not like highly recruited. And, uh, is it know, because like of the, the type of player one of, their, you are? one of their big selling points was like the class that they already had, and it it turned out to be like completely true because, well, for one, they're all great guys and they still some of my best friends, you know. Um, but there was like we had a big class. There was like seven or eight guys already committed for that for the coming year. And so they were like, you know, like you have a chance to be a part of like a really good class, you know, one of our, one of the best we've had in a long time. And it, and it turned out to be true. And, um, so you're with, it, it, ended, up being, it ended up being a great, great decision. And we was, uh, I don't know. It, it just ended up being a great decision and it turned out good for me. Well, that school, that town, that was the nicest place I ever played college hockey. Like we got there and I was like, where the hell am I? There's mountains everywhere. You got a beautiful yeah. rank. I'm like, these people live here all the time. Yeah, now they, maybe you heard it. Now they're getting a fucking rink on campus. They need a better rink than the, the one they already had? Yeah. Well, the one they had, which which was awesome, was like, the city arena now they which is it's kind of controversial because that place held like i think 7500 or 8000 or something and when we were good it was always sold out uh, um, but now now they built like a some looks like a pretty awesome arena but right on campus which i thought never would happen and it's i think it's it's like a 3500 or 40 4,000 seed arena. So, so how, it's not, how it's far not, was it's not really huge, but it's brand new. How far was, was campus? How far was campus to that old arena? Like five, 10 minutes. That's it? Not far. Yeah. So they're going to have not a smaller far. rink. Yeah. Yeah. Which is nice. I mean, to be right on campus because like driving to practice and like, I don't know, for schooling and whatever meals and shit like that sometimes driving was a pain in the ass but well it, I, the, I didn't mind it but it will be it will be nice for the upcoming guys to uh 
whatever Your campus, have, yeah. Have it right on campus. And one of my one of my classmates, Mark Stewart, he's he got the assistant job. So Oh, is he he's working for Colorado College now? Yeah, yeah, he got the assistant job. Um funny he, he's one of he's one of the guys that was in my my class. Well like fun, my freshman fun, class. Fun fact is it's weird how like your buddies were my buddies and my buddies were your buddies. Yeah. Wasn't he a good buddy with Weidman? Right. So I went to yeah. Weidman's wedding and fun fact was I uh, did not make it back to my hotel room that <laughs> evening. Um, I actually woke up fully dressed in my suit in Mark Stewart's room and he was naked. <laughs> I think I, I think I, I think we, I think we talked about this. I, yeah. That was like when I, like the first night I ever met him and then I woke up like, and, I was like, oh, I guess I fell asleep here. <laughs> Better yeah. make it back to my room now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, but, like, it's weird because you're buddies with Stu and then, I'm, and then like, Kanzi. And, like, it's just interesting how, like, when you start a podcast, it's the same circle of friends that all seem to hang out. And you also know oh. uh, Blair Riley. Oh, yes, Riles. He was also great, a potter. Great, great dude. Where did you play with him? I didn't. I just ran around naked in front of him um, as a pregame speaker. What? So it's a long. What's that story? It's a long story. Um, right. yeah. yeah, Cardiff had a night for me. I went over there and scared them all and jumped out of a closet naked. Oh, and, uh, when, when he was playing there. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, you're you're kind of a Cardiff legend. I've I've been seeing you. No, I don't know. You have to tell me all about that sometime, some other time. Yeah, someday. Um, okay, moving on. You do have a good team. Um, great class. You got that Stewart, who obviously has a great career, but you also have two yep. Hobie Baker winners while you're yeah. there. Yep. Yep. You guys are quite, yeah, I mean, quite the I unit. Was, I was fortunate. It was, uh, I don't know, to have been. I, I hate to say like the best time of my life because I was happy at multiple places. Like Dayton was a happy time in my life. But, Did you say Dayton was? Yeah, it was. It was, right? Wait, it was. We had fun, didn't we? It was fucking hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> the whole hilarious. thing was like a comedy <laughs> show. <laughs> yeah, I, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. Like the first day I walked in. They bring me up to their equipment room, so-called equipment room. Hell of a room. Yeah. They're, yeah. Like I'm looking, I'm asking for a, for a stick. I'm just coming from Colorado College using using like Easton synergies. The best sticks they, you can buy. They, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They pull out. <laughs> I don't even remember what the shaft was. Like a used a stick. From- it was a two-piece. And then they pull out some blades that i don't know i i don't know how long they've been sitting there but they're wood blades and i was like this is this is what this is what you're giving us yeah have, it was quite quite the, the time sport, might have to go to a local sporting goods store um we did make um, it to the finals with that stuff though um yeah right but yeah back back to cc um yeah like my first year we were like I don't know, we were good the entire year. I think we were ranked number one, uh, number one in the nation, which I don't know 
half the year or something. Um, my first first month, I think I played maybe once or twice, and then by the end, I was, I was playing all the time. I was fourth liner, of course, but I was getting to play. And uh, we ended up in regionals as uh, number one seed for like the NCAA tournament. We got put in Michigan. And of course, you know, they have like whoever hosts gets to play in their home arena. And Michigan, I think Michigan was the free seat. They weren't like they're they weren't as good as they usually are. And so we ended up playing them the regional final at Yoast. You play there before? Oh god, yeah. We got yeah. dominated there. Yeah. So Every that's time. where we played. So my freshman year, that's where we played our regional final at Yost. And I don't know. We we ended up losing, obviously, three two, but it was it was shitty. It was that was like most disappointing part of our college career in a way. Cause we were we were fucking we were good. Um, yeah, and, I think uh, that was the year I that's played. All I, that's all I can say. And I think we I don't even remember. I think we lost it. Only like six or seven games that year. Um, well, you look at your then, roster, man. That was that was a hell of a team. Like, yeah, yeah. That I mean, that year, uh, Peter Sana won. Toby Baker, Tom Pricing. I think he, I think he scored twenty two goals as a defenseman. Yeah, something like that in college. Yeah, yeah. And then you got Sertich, you got Sterling. Our, our power play was ridiculous. Yeah. I, I was not a part of it, <laughs> but yeah. I bet you the penalty killing was good too, though. Yeah, penalty killing was good. Penalty killing was good, but yeah, it was a good time. And then, I mean, every year we were okay. My junior year, um, we were real, real good again. Um, probably not as good as that first year, but we ended up going to the Frozen Four that year. Oh, yeah. Is that the year Sertich wins the Hobie? Yeah, yeah, that's the year. Yeah, because we're the same 31. class, and that was the year I got fifty points, and then like I was up in like the running until my team won like seven games. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah, well, yeah, we are the same. we're the same class. Yeah, because we were rookies together. Even though I'm a couple years older. Exactly, you're old as hell. <laughs> um, so then. The yeah, other guy, so yeah, there's another guy. There's another guy on that team we haven't even talked about yet. That was on our team at Daytona Beach. Jojo. Oh, Jojo. So Jojo was a senior when I was freshman. Oh, really? Year. He's that old? Yeah. But he's yeah, the same age. But he's not. He's only like a year older than me. He, he went there as a true freshman. And uh, so, yeah, he was – when I was that freshman year that I was talking about, yeah, JoJo was senior. And, you you uh, know what just crossed my mind? I've got to say this right now, though, is that guy what? goes there as a true freshman, and he, I think he might have been drafted or whatever, but he's in the AHL right out of college, and he's r- real close to making the show. But then there's you that goes to school on a partial scholarship as a 21-year-old, and then <laughs> you end up actually playing games of the NHL. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's crazy it's how kinda, it works for different people right because when you go to colorado college the last thing on your mind is you're going to play in the nhl right 
Yeah, yeah, it wasn't wasn't even crossing my mind. I mean, it wasn't. It didn't seem like something attainable. You know, um, I I definitely was not thinking about it. I, I remember like all I wanted was to play Division One hockey. That was like my first goal. Actually, I wanted to play in the, in the WCHA because that's, you know, like all the Minnesota schools, I wanted to play like around home and be able to come around home all the time. Um, but yeah, once you, whatever, keep playing, you start realizing that, well, maybe you can. Like you start seeing some of your buddies playing and you start seeing, you know, you, you actually might be good enough to keep playing a little bit. <laughs> um, yeah. No, it's cool how you did it, man. You stuck with it and you're just, you worked hard and you gave her yeah, every practice. Yeah, it takes, takes a lot of luck. Okay. Luck at the right time. Moving on now. We're done with Colorado College. You guys didn't win at no. all. You blew it. We didn't win at all. We, and we lost in the frozen four to fucking Denver. Well, you guys had an incredible team. You see the players you had, and then you have beauties too. Like they're not just good players; they're great dudes. Like that Mark Stewart seemed like a great dude. I've never heard a bad He's word about great. him. And then you got Kansy. You oh got like there's just yeah. You guys must have been having fun. Kansy, um, the one of a you got to go visit him out of Vail. I really need to. We he, he's you like need to listen mayor. to the he's, podcast. He's the mayor. Because, he, he could be the mayor of Bill. Really? Yeah. You know, he knows everybody. No, no, but everybody. like he would know everybody and he's a beauty and he will talk to everybody. Yeah. And like yes. that podcast with him was the, it was so much fun. Those two I gotta hours. Go I got to go back incredible. and listen to it. Oh God. It was incredible. Like it's, 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 it's hilarious because the, the people that listen to this podcast are a lot of UK listeners and, um, Andy Canzanello, folks, if you have never listened to that pod, listen to that one because it was an absolute circus. Absolute circus. He showed up 12 <laughs> beers deep at. <laughs> God, we had a time, though. We had so much fun, man. It was like he is the best guy, and he invited me out. He, he said I was coming out to Vail. Like you said, you lived with him for three years, and he's that he's that good of a dude that he's the type of guy you want to be around, right? Oh, yeah. He's he's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Moving on. What are your pro options after uh being a fourth liner in college? And I'm going P. I already know this part, so just keep talking about your pro options. You know this I already part? know. Um, well, so I guess, uh, I don't know, sometime during my senior year of college, I started talking to uh, just this random guy that says he's an agent, but he's not some high-profile agent. But anyways, I started talking to him, and he uh, – he ends up getting me a two-way deal with with Syracuse and Dayton, and it was surprising, I guess, that he was able to do it. But, anyways, so I I go to Syracuse, and I'm on a two-way contract, but I'm on like the lowest, I think, the, whatever the minimum you can get in the AHL portion of my two-way 
And so Ross Yates and Trent Cole, they get out to practice or whatever. They, they have no fucking clue who I am, obviously. And I'm not a draft pick. <laughs> I'm on a two-way contract. And uh, I don't know, I guess went from there. And uh, I guess I kind of opened their eyes a little bit and thought that uh, maybe this guy could do something for us or something. Anyway, it's long story short, gets sent down, down to the Daytona beach. And uh, yeah, I don't even remember how long. You want to know like, what happened? Well, you were, you stayed in Syracuse and then you came down and I took your spot. Do you, you want to know what happened? <laughs> no, actually, I think it was Jeff Swez actually that took my spot. Um, yeah, I, no, I, I, I was there on an AHL one way because they didn't want me because they decided I was not in shape enough after my senior year that they did. They want to first crack assigning me July 1st to an NHL deal. Then they saw me and said, we don't want them at all, but they guaranteed me an AHL deal. So then they got stuck with me. They didn't invite me to rookie camp. I wasn't allowed to do, but then I, sh- I get to go to main camp for exactly 48 hours um show up and i've lost 25 pounds i've got like abs i look good i'm fast but that's not how i played hockey i used to like reverse hit people and instead i was like a skinny little guy but anyways i'd had a really good uh preseason i had like over a point a game and then the first game of the regular season comes around and everybody gets sent down from columbus and they're like this has nothing to do with how you're playing um but you're not a third, fourth liner, so you're not going to play tonight. I'm like, all right. So I get a couple nights off. And then uh, they're like, well, we better get you into some games. We're going to send you down for two weeks, then you'll be back up and you'll play in the top couple lines. (laughs) And then eventually they're just like, well, you're not playing on our top couple lines because they're all like first, second rounders. And uh, you can't play third or fourth line. And they're like, you're going down and – I maybe we'll see you later this year. And I'm like, okay, smell you later. (laughs) And then, and then you went up and uh, we switched and uh, you were up most of the year. And um, I cheered John, man, because I want good dudes to do well. Um, I really didn't really enjoy those coaches. I didn't think they did much coaching, but uh um, no, I was I, proud yeah, of you for what you did out of that contract, man. There's not many guys that go out of college after a partial scholarship, then show up with the deal you had of an East Coast AHL deal of like the bare yeah. minimum, and then end up working their way up to be an assistant captain of the AHL team and getting a few show games, eh? Yeah, I don't know. That was I got some some lucky breaks along the way, but. Yeah, I mean, I I could always skate, so that was my my strength. As long as long, so, as, long as the pucks weren't in the corner. So a lot of time, yeah. Don't give me the puck, but <laughs> let me skate. No, I mean, after rookie, <laughs> but I mean, you know, you know, I think if you if you skate fast, and you can just play really simple and fucking penalty kill and do stuff like that. For some reason, pro hockey that fits in for the fourth third fourth line no i uh, i agree and i didn't know that much about roles like i said like i would always just put in the role of like power play whatever 
And until you get to pro and they're like, well, you're not going to play on those lines. You got to learn how to play this. And I'm like, well, and then they're like, well, you're too little. Like you can't play this role. You got to go down to the coast. And then I never, I never even, like you said, the NHL not being attainable. I knew after a year it wasn't attainable. And I was like, I got to go. I never, yeah. I never knew the whole like role thing was a thing either until, you know, like probably that first or, second year of pro hockey it's just like you see uh every guy kind of has their has their thing it's like i'm yeah. not ever gonna fucking be a first second liner probably uh i'm hard i i don't think i was the first second liner in the coast but you weren't you can still <laughs> you, can, you can still play pretty damn good third fourth line exactly at, at but the thing is is what makes teams win is having a great third line and a guy that can skate fast kill penalties and then teams right. notice what makes teams win and it's not always the first line guy scoring the goals it's the third line guy shutting down the other team's top line and that That's playoff right. run, man, we had you on the third line. We had Paul Kelly. And then you had Yannick Tifu. And you know who I – I don't know if you'd oh remember this, God. but I got called up to Syracuse near the end of the year, and I hadn't been there like at all. But I had got to yeah. know Philippe Dupuis quite a bit, dupes. And he was yep. a good dude. And I went up there. And they, they called me up near the end of the year, and somehow we're having beers, and I convinced him – to come to Dayton for the playoffs. And by the end of the night, he's like, well, let me talk to my agent. I'm not sure if it's a good idea to go back to the coast for the playoffs. Cause he'd only played like six games. And I was like, no, seriously, man, come play with us. Like we got a chance, but we need you. We need another centerman. And he came down and played with us. And <laughs> he really yes. probably shouldn't have, if you look at his resume, <laughs> but that's how you almost win. Right. You need some recruiting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's hilarious, hilarious. But thanks dupes yeah thanks for coming down have you had him on yet? beach huh have you had the dupes on yet? i haven't figured out how to get a hold of him yeah i i there's I, you know there's so many guys man it's like you remember i'm, I'm you, living week to week now it's like what makes sense this week you know what about labelle what about him? You remember him? I do. He, I ended up playing. I ended up playing with him in uh, Austria too. How was he there? The same. Um, the same. Um, he was my roommate in the hotel for a bit. Um, in Syracuse, and um, yeah. I guess I'm not sure how you'd put it. But I guess you'd say he bullied me. Um, <laughs> he would put on French soap operas on the Are TV. You kidding me? I'm not kidding. Um, this was part oh, of the darkest time of my life. I'm getting healthy scratch in the AHL, and I'm getting bullied by a younger oh, French guy with like a, a a blonde perm. But he would he would tell me he was like he's like you got like a video game you can play. He's like, I'm watching this. And I'm like, but dude, like we both know English. I don't know French. And he's like, yeah, I don't care. And I'm like, okay, well, yeah, 
we lit, we're, we're going to sleep right beside each other tonight. And like, you're in your bed and I'm in my bed and we're roommates and you're treating can... me like this. And he was a right winger and I was a right winger and he got the AHL job that year. And he was one of the biggest douchebags I've ever met. So cheers. Bud. And you were, and you are 10 times the player. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ross Yates didn't think so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, no, but like that guy actually was one of the biggest dickheads I've ever played hockey with. Uh, the way he treated me in that hotel room, um, was incredible. And, uh, you know what? I was happy. That's 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 unbelievable. I never knew that. No, I was happier in Dayton playing with good dudes. I didn't didn't ever hang out with the guy, but no, I know. And then you played with him for that long. Yeah, no. But anyways, we got it out there now. I've never brought that one up before, but yeah, that guy was a real, he wasn't nice. He was just like, he was like a bully and he was like 20, like 20 years old. And I was like 24 yeah. and he was like, you're not watching the TV. I'm watching French soaps. And I'm like, yeah, sounds awesome. Oh yeah. boy. Looks like Frisch is making a move for the fridge or the toilet. So we're not sure where to go here. Oh, he's back. Girl, nope, dad's back. back. I do need go. to go. Next question. You got called up instead of me, 33 games played, zero goals, seven assists, you know, and then what, 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 I missed what you just said. Oh, nothing. I was saying the year in Dayton, you're up like most of the year. You had 33 games played, zero goals. I had zero goals. That's what it says. That's what it said. Accurate. I don't know. Maybe you might have. How did, I, I, how did I have zero goals in 33 games? Well, I don't know. You that played in the NHL right. like three years later. That's ridiculous. You better where look you it up. But no, seriously. Where, are you, where so, are you getting your stats? No, but you had a great playoff drive. We almost won the championship. So what happens the next year? Because you play seven games for the Charlotte Checkers. Do I remember correctly? You didn't get a. You didn't sign with Syracuse. You went to charlotte and then they were like we need we want you back and then you went back. yeah i think i i think it was the situation yeah i didn't i didn't sign with whatever Columbus, whatever syracuse dayton Columbus. i don't even remember dayton even exist that next year. oh yeah 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 <laughs> yeah oh uh, but uh i think i went to syracuse like camp you know, well, they let guys go to camp or whatever. And uh, my buddy, my buddy Ross, and Ross Yates and Trent Cole, they, uh, I think they obviously liked me still. Um, and they were just kind of like, just go play somewhere. You'll be one of the first people we look, look to call up or whatever. So, I think I just wanted to go somewhere fucking after being in date. I wanted to go somewhere and he, nice. And he, yeah, I agree. And so Charlotte was great option. Like playing there was unbelievable. Like the difference there <laughs> compared to what we were in date is unbelievable. It's uh, incredible how different life can be in the East Coast. Oh remember God. when we went to Florida? Do you remember when we went oh to Florida? God. And you saw you how they lived? Yeah, we're like kids in like a candy store. It's like, are you kidding me? Like, this is what you guys. It's like we made the most out of out of date, but like, 
right <laughs> but we had places, to we... These places like coast are nuts oh idaho remember yeah. idaho in the finals how nice that was yeah yeah i didn't know we anything about in, idaho and it was incredible like boise like, boise idaho yeah we used to get like 200 people in the stands in like a eighteen thousand seat arena it felt like for our games it's unbelievable no you're right but yeah so i went to, went to charlotte and i don't even remember how many i was i didn't play that many games um and you played yeah, seven ended games up, ended up host, then back, back to syracuse, syracuse. you want that? me to tell all i'm going to tell you what happened you went there for seven games with the charlotte checkers and then you get called up, and then you are a full-time AHLer. You play 59 games with Syracuse, and you are like, you're a full-timer now, right? Yep. That's awesome, dude. No, like, I'm proud of you, yeah. man. You kept grinding. Like, I was already in Germany at that point, and you kept you kept grinding. But, like, two guys I wanted to bring up of your year when you become a full-timer – are two guys I remember from my time in that organization. Zen and Kanopka, because oh he was an absolute animal, right? He's unbelievable. Yeah, he's he's probably the best, not the best guy, but the best leader I have ever played with. And I know, like, his style is not for everyone, but for me, like, like he, the guy was fucking he's just a warrior he's unbelievable and he, he get uh, right in guys faces too eh? oh god yeah and like the one year like we we were pretty good and we went on a i don't even remember what the number was i think it was like 18 18 19 games in a row like uh win streak really and, yeah with those like, coaches Towards, nah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, same coaches. That sucks. Towards the end of the year. And he came up with this, I don't know, like when when that streak first started, I think it was like the second second game of that streak or something. Woolen and chop. He came up, he came up with some. My wife is high. Oh, dear. Uh, yeah. Just gummies, I hope. Sorry. I'm getting distracted. She <laughs> eye, is she eyeballing um, you? Yeah. I'd like to Justin, meet her. You want to come meet? Yeah. Molly? I've never met her. I've never you met Bruce's wife. All right. Kansy's wife, maybe, Kate, came on and met me. I've maybe never maybe met she'll come. Maybe if she, if she well, can. I, we'll work our way into it. Uh, I'll try and make some good jokes, try and be cute. And, yeah. and maybe then she'll come on, say hi, maybe. But Kanapka, so I was, I was saying, like, at the start of this streak that started, he came up with this thing of every game we win, whoever, you know, is the player of the game, whoever gets the hard hat, you chisel a number in the – you remember the old Syracuse locker room. He went to – What's his face? What's his name? Roddy? Rodney? Rodney. Rodney. Yeah, the yeah. equipment manager. Like, give me a hammer and a screwdriver. <laughs> Rodney's like, what for? Just in Kanaka's fucking nuts. 
just fucking give it to me. And so Rodney's like peeing his pants and just gives it to him. Well, so every 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 time we'd win, whoever would get the hard hat was supposed to like chisel the number game that it was. So by the end of this thing, like that locker room was fucking destroyed. There is like chisel marks in the in the concrete, like your background there. Like a one, a two, a three. Like honestly, around the locker room, <laughs> but it was like shit like that. Like he was just—he was unbelievable. And then he—he he started like this. Oh, if we win, we win this one, and everybody's going no helmets and warmups, but we won, so everyone's no helmets and warmups. Okay, this one, next one, everyone wins. We're going no shoulder pads. <laughs> what? Like what? The point is no shoulder pads. Is I don't know. But yeah, after that one, then I think it was Ross or somebody or GM or somebody stepped in and was like, you guys, you gotta stop this bullshit or whatever. <laughs> stop having fun. This is North yeah, America. But, Minor pro. Yeah, it was, it, was fun. Fun. it was a good run. Good dudes. No, man, that guy was a good dude. And then the other guy I got written down um, because I've seen what he's done and I saw what he could do in Syracuse. Yeah. Joachim Lindstrom. Oh, God. The filthiest little mess around, eh? Oh, my God. He's unbelievable. I haven't, he was, he was a great dude, great, great friend. I haven't seen him forever, but uh, yeah, he's just like, he's just this, you know, like a typical sweet. Just it, well, the he, nicest, he, just the nicest guy in the world, but he still likes to have fun. And just like you said, just the filthiest hands in the world for me it was weird to see because like for where i was at in hockey it was like in the east coast i was like a top line guy in the ahl i couldn't make it so i'm like i don't fit and for him he was too good for the ahl but in the nhl like he just didn't quite stick on the top two lines and he wasn't a third or fourth liner but he was so fucking good yeah, no, that is that's true. It's just it is, like it is crazy. what he was it's doing was in between the NHL and wasn't good enough to play. Why well, I think Columbus was shitty too. I mean, there, the, how do you the, not just some like, of the least, decisions they made? Like, yeah, you, like how do you not just like give that guy a chance? At least? I don't and even especially with him. some of the players they had. You're like, yeah, you guys are brutal. I don't remember him? I don't remember him getting like a great chance, like to play with some good guys. Maybe he did. I don't Never. I don't think he ever did. And that's why, yeah. Anyways. But then you watch him go to freaking go to Sweden. The Swedish Elite like, League, and he's leading the league in scoring every year. And you're like, well. Every year. Yeah. Every, every year. But he probably enjoyed his life and career a lot more in Sweden anyways than that. I found yeah. I found the AHL toxic. And you're like a team dude. You're – you the way you live your life and the way we were, I just, I'm surprised it you lasted kind, that it, long. It, Meat you're, grinder. you're right. It is. It's kind of cutthroat. It's like you're playing with. They're not even teammates, man. Like, They're not even you're teammates. In, you're playing with guys, but like you're in competition with them at the same time. And it's like, it's not, I don't fun. know. I, I never felt, I don't know. I never, I guess, cause I didn't think that I was, 
make. I wasn't like a draft pick. I wasn't thinking like I'm going to be next guy in line to move up. I was just happy to be there. But yeah, there's so many guys that aren't happy to be there. No. And they're just dickheads. Yeah. 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 No, I agree. Uh, Uh, Moving on. I'm not sure where we're at now, but uh, I don't know. We were in Dayton. You went to the second year. You were Charlotte for seven games. You become a full-timer, and then, yep, there that's where we're at. So then by the third year, you must assign just a, another straight one-way AHL deal because you play 80 games, 25 points. Uh, second? Third year. Say that again. I don't know. Third year in Syracuse, man. Like the third year being yeah. part of the Columbus organization, you play 80 games, all yeah. with Syracuse. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it, so by like the Charlotte year, then they, I got called up and I think they ended up signing me to, I don't even remember. They signed me maybe to like an AHL deal once I got called up and I was there for a while. But then the following year, I actually got an AHL deal, like just a one-way AHL deal with Syracuse. I think the year after that, I got like the same thing. And then the year after that, I think I got like a two-way NHL, AHL deal. And wow. then I was like, why don't we really talk about that? So are I, you was st- like going, I was going to NHL training camp, but I was like, what the hell am I doing? Are you still with the same coaches that whole time? Did they last that long? Yeah, I think, like I said, there goes my memory again, but I think that that Yates and Ross Yates and Trent Cole, I think they were the whole time. I think so, yeah. Well, because they liked you, like they did, and like you, yeah, you filled yeah. a role and they liked you. I mean, it was di- it was different, uh, different general managers and shit, but yeah, I think those guys were the whole time. I don't know. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, I mean, that was, that was the thing. They, they like me and that's, that's, that's kind of what matters. it takes, you know, and in hockey. It sure is. That, um, was, the, that was the lucky part. I don't think that's the lucky that, No, that, you, you I were. I swear to God, that damn uh, newspaper guy. Do you remember him? Uh, Lindsey Kramer? No, I wasn't there long enough. Yeah. But he, I don't know. He was, he liked me for some reason. And, and he'd write good like, things about you in the newspaper. Yeah. He was always, and I honestly think it helped. He was almost like he was constantly like writing like positive things and like, like calling me out and stuff. And I think that, I don't know. I think it helped. Well, I think you were just a good teammate and you just worked your way into it because you didn't think you were going to make yeah. it. You're just being a good dude. And uh, there's a lot of guys that are sour in the AHL. There's a lot of guys that feel like they're the happiest guy in the world that they're in the AHL. There are so many different guys with different emotions. And, man, yeah. I hated it. I really did. I never even, I never even thought of it like that. But you're, you're right. You're right. It was. The guys that thought they were 100% entitled, like that. Yeah, there's guys that were entitled, like Sergei Fedorov's brother. Remember when he was there? Were you there? Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yep. guy thought he was just the cat's meow. Yep. And it's all these, you know, like the young guys that, 
Remember uh, Filatov? Or were you gone? I, w- I wasn't Russian around guy? for him, but I know who like you're talking about. Like the first round draft picks and stuff come down. It's like yeah. They get every single opportunity. They're going to be first power get. play for months. Whether yeah, they whether they, they turn it over at the blue line every time, they're yeah. going to be on the first power play every time for months right. until eventually the AHL coach is like, seriously, I can't do this. Like yeah, that's I'm what they have to this do. Guy anymore, he's terrible. Yeah. Uh, and instead, like for me, it was like Lindstrom would like. I remember one time, I'm skating up with Joachim Lindstrom. He turns the puck over at the blue line, and the coach yelled at me for not getting it deep. And I'm like, I didn't even have the puck. And then I never played the rest of the night. And I was like, well, this, <laughs> God, this league isn't, sucks. Isn't that the way it goes? But no, hey, coaches like who they like. And I, you know, yeah. um, I like you. I'd like you if you were on my team and I was a coach oh, too. Well, so fourth year, here we go. This is what I really want to know about. Yeah. I don't. Okay. Ready? You're an assistant captain in the AHL. I bet you you got to be 37 by now, maybe 54. Not sure. 37. Well, how old are you, man? You left college at like 30. I'm and like now 30. you're in your fifth year pro. What? I'm just I was kidding. 24. I'm kidding. <laughs> just trying to get your brain in a blender here. Yeah. Yeah, you're really confusing me. No, I'm just kidding. Um, you were. 25-6-ish leaving college and now you're in your fourth year pro so I want to know about getting the call to the NHL that's what I want to know because I was with you in Daytona Beach I was playing bags with you in Daytona Beach thinking we're getting put out first round we may as well have some beers get some sun and enjoy our last couple days together and then next thing you know we're in the finals yeah hanging out with Carly and what's the other girl your girlfriend what are you talking about (laughs) Uh, yeah, I guess it was, I think it was after we played Friday, Saturday. Were you talking about those people that lived above us? Yeah. Oh, the people, oh, the girls that came down to play beanbags there at the end of the year. I was trying to figure out what you were talking about. Yeah. I gotcha. No, um, you don't remember that? I do remember though. Yeah, I do remember all of that. And Tommy gun around the corner. It was quite the neighborhood. My God. <laughs> quite the, quite the apartment complex. It really was. There was a getting, yeah, there was geez, a lot. You, you introduced me to the cheesy gordita crunch and it's still amazing. I mean, Taco <laughs> Bell's still making them. I'm just trying yeah. to help you be a pro, but you did make it. So yeah. what's it like when you get the call to the yeah. show? Yeah, so I think it was, we just played Friday, Saturday night in Syracuse. So it was Saturday night. Uh, usually it's like time to go out and get fucked up and you know, let loose. And so we're out, out at one of the bars that are in Syracuse. And uh, remember this, yeah, I got a call from Chris McFarland. He's the assistant GM and He's just like, uh, hey, what are you doing? Uh, nothing. Just out with the guys. It's like, uh, you're getting called up. You're going to, so-and-so will call you. You're going to have a flight in the morning. You gotta, we're playing that night. It's like, 
Great. So it's a Sunday, like not matinee, but I think it was like five o'clock game in Chicago. He's like, you're, you're playing. <laughs> so I was just like immediately like shit in my pants. And it was like, I, I was drinking a beer at that point. And uh, I don't even remember. I, I don't think I was like 10 deep at that point. I think it was still pretty early, but uh, I went, did not finish that beer and I went home and uh, <laughs> got ready for to, your NHL uh, like, debut. Packed, packed the bag and like tried to get my head straight. Called mom and dad and uh, yeah, just kind of was in disbelief. And then was talking with my agent. And stuff. My How agent old are you? At that age? I was, uh, I think I was twenty nine. Your your NHL debuts at twenty nine. Yeah, twenty eight or twenty nine, twenty eight maybe. Yeah, that's still really. No, I don't know. Old, I yeah, I'm trying to remember what. Think about what any was, if there's any players 20, making their debut. I was debut. 24 when I left college. That's what I mean. Think about if there's any players making their debuts at 28, 29 anymore. <laughs> that's yeah, when guys are yeah, retiring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, so fly to Chicago of all places, played my first game there, and I've never been so nervous in my life like before like i get get to the airport go to the team hotel and stuff and it's like i did not hardly sleep at all and uh like i think i joined up with like the team meal you know and i just like got my taste of that which is just insane um and then uh i think i went into Hotel room with one of the guys that I remember who the hell was, um, and like got a, like a little bit of a nap, and then uh, kind of just joined the team after that. And like I had their their snack session, you know, right before you get on the get Are on. You the playing bus. with something with your hands? You getting yeah, all handsy down there? Crazy. Yeah, stop it. Put it away. Put it away. Sorry. Sorry. Put it away. Back off. Sorry. Sorry, boss. You get handsy on. Um. Ah, uh, yeah. Because I need to go get it. Need to go and get another beverage. No, you're um, right. Anyway, so I uh, yeah, join up with the team, go to the rink, and uh, from there on in, it's like I was shitting my pants, but it was <laughs> it was pretty so, cool. It was pretty cool. How play. many shifts did you, cool I, you, you know, do you know? Game. Do you know what's funny is I don't know if it's your first game, or your second game. You played three, but I was at Lisa's mom's in Michigan, yeah. and I was watching a game. I think did the, you play the Red Wings? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you were playing the Red Wings, and I was watching were you the just, game. Were you just motherfucking the TV? No, I wasn't. I was like, oh my god, Bruce, you did it, man. You're playing, and I was like, <laughs> and I was watching every move, and I was like, God, like get it deep like go yeah i was cheered my gosh darn heart out like and people like wonder like who i cheer for now like what teams i'm like i just want my friends to do good and now i don't have any friends to play hockey but like when i watched you play the nhl man it just made my heart so full and i i'd to have been in dayton with you and then see you playing for columbus and like to think of like the guys that were the first round picks 
and the guys that were the second round picks and the way they were treated compared to the yeah. way you were treated and the way you went to Dayton off the hop and worked your way up to it, man. It's an incredible story. <laughs> it really is. Yeah, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Man. I well, appreciate it's, it. It's, it's real. No, it was, it. I mean, I was, I was, like I said, there's a little bit of luck along the way. Uh, yeah, it was, it was a lot of work, but yeah, it was, it was, it was unbelievable. I was, in, I was in disbelief, but it was like funny. Once you, once you start playing, once you get like kind of the nerves out of the way, it's like, then you just feel like it's just a normal hockey. Game. I like, yeah, it's just like, it's just natural. And it's just like, well, I feel like I could stay here. Like I want to, I want to keep playing. Um, and you know, I, I don't, it was, First of all, I got called up and like Columbus was already out of the playoffs and stuff. So it was, but it's, you know, so I'm, I think they're calling everybody up, but still, like, I got called up. So that's, no, man, like they, be, they still can be kind of a flame to flame. But what I was going to say is like, I think I, I got sent down for, you know, no reason. It's just like they want to give somebody else a chance, basically. Um, but yeah, it's like even like that. The second game, I was like, God, I'm, this is this isn't that different. It's almost easier in some ways, you know, because there's because the guys can actually pass it on your tape and all that. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, no, it was it was incredible. Is uh, I I think it's really cool you got to do that, man. Like, like yeah. you worked your way up like that, man. I when I saw yeah. you play it, man, I was the proud. I was like, I like, I know that guy. Like, he's my buddy, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm in the second league in Germany, toiling away, and I'm like, he's in the NHL. He's like 57 yeah. years old now. <laughs> oh, shut the fuck up! So, who'd you play? Detroit? Who else? Um, yeah, played in Chicago first, in Detroit. And then uh, Tampa Bay at Columbus. Cool. No, it was actually it was it was kind of fun playing Tampa because Kanaka was there oh, that it? year. Yeah, he was playing, so it was like. Well, and good we for taking, him to we were taking, like make we were it. We're taking face-offs against each other constantly. <laughs> well, and he would uh, he wouldn't have acted like he know, knew you, right? Like he would have been ready to rip your head off. Oh, he would. Yeah, he was. He was. He was doing his shit. He didn't act like he didn't know me, but he was not like he was not being my friend. He was just like, "I'm gonna yeah. fuck it." <laughs> oh yeah. But then he's laughing. No, he that guy was he was a great dude. Yeah. 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 It's, it's unbelievable. Um. So you played your three games, and then, so you finally get up there after you grind away, and then. Yeah. Uh, I see that the next year you don't even sign with the with Syracuse again. You're now going to Springfield. So uh, no, it was that year. I I was with Syracuse again. Um, Columbus changed their affiliation to Springfield. To Springfield from Syracuse. So they gave you your three games the year before, but then you don't get called back up the next year. No. No, no. Um, I don't even think it was a thought. But it, uh, yeah, Columbus, it was all Columbus's deal. They changed their affiliation 
and uh, it sucked because Springfield is brutal. Uh, so where's where's spent, Springfield? Yeah, there was just one year in Springfield, but it was still with Columbus organization. But so that's when you're an assi- you're an assistant captain the year before too, I guess when you get your call up, and you're an assistant captain then. So is that still the same yeah. coaches? No, 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 no. Spring, Springfield was different. Um, Brad Brad Larson was one of our coaches. Who's great, great dude. Actually, he's great, great coach. He was just getting started, but I think he just got named Columbus's coach now. Um, he was one of our coaches, and then uh, oh, what's his name? Don't don't having worry a, about having it. a brain fart. It's older okay. guy. Um, yeah, doesn't matter. But it uh, wasn't Roth and Trent. Okay, that's good because I yeah. they they uh, they never really took a shine to me. So it's hard to really root for them. You know, <laughs> I know they took a shine to you, but they didn't take a shine to me. So it's hard to root for. Which people. is which is just a shit. Well, it hurts. You know, sometimes it hurts. But moving on. That year, though, you do have a great season again. Um, assistant captain, 29 points. But then you sign a deal with Colby, my son's favorite team, the New York Islanders. His favorite team is the Islanders, huh? Yeah. Well, Tom Kuhnhackle played for them. So uh, he's from Lansu, Germany. Um, we got some ties uh-huh. there. Yeah. So um, okay, we're Islander fans okay. now. Okay. Yeah, but you played nice. with some guys that like he's taking pictures with now that they're Islanders, like Casey Zekas. You played with Blair Riley. You were the assistant captain. Geez, you're really yeah. doing it, eh? Yeah, yeah. That, that was uh, that was a good year. It was almost like disappointing though, in a way too. Like they were. It was like one point in my career where like a team really wanted me. And so they, they reached out to my agent or whatever. They wanted to sign me. So I signed, signed with the Islanders on a two-way deal, uh, went to camp and I had a really good camp. Um, and I guess scored, scored in a game against Boston or something, which is rare. Uh, but anyways, I just had a good camp and I, I honestly thought that I was making the team. And did you say you scored uh, in a preseason game and like yeah. against Boston, you thought you might make the team? Yeah, no, that's what I'm. I, that's what I'm telling you the story. I, I can't I was wait. Feeling like I was gonna, I was feeling like I was going to make the team out of camp, and uh, like. I was there like the last week they sent everybody down and I was to the point it was like they had to get rid of one more person and they still had uh, Ryan Strom who was a young well he's still playing I think somewhere but he was their first round pick and he could still go back to junior or whatever and so then you're good you just get his nine games in and you're good yeah, but no, they still had to send somebody down. Or if they were going to keep him, they had to send somebody down. And so it was kind of just like a toss-up that week. It was like the week leading up to the first real game. 
And uh, yeah, they ended up deciding like they wanted to keep him and play him for whatever it was. I get sent down and uh, yeah, I never ended up getting called up from there on in. It was like the weirdest. It wasn't, I shouldn't say it was weird. I didn't play great. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was like a situation where it was like, um, actually, I think you played, I thought I was like, I was going to like the team events and stuff, you know, before like autograph signings and stuff. It was like, am I really fucking starting the year here, you know, kind of thing. And, uh, but wasn't meant to be, I guess, but yeah, Casey Zikas, he was, he was a rookie that year with me there. And uh, so he got sent down to Bridgeport, but then that year in Bridgeport, he kind of, I mean, he kind of plays the way I did too. And he honestly, I don't, he, he played well. He kind of took my spot in a way because he is young and he could do everything that I could do and better. (laughs) Right, you know? and then he's a penalty killer. He can block shots. Yeah. He can skate fast. He gives her, yeah. yeah. I I could totally see that. Yeah, yeah. And well, you were right there, but, but it was it was fun. It was fun. But to that, that you was, got that close. I was man. just that's disappointed. Crazy. But then what's that? It's that. It's crazy. You were that close to like sticking there, and like you I were know, dating like, with me. Like when you were at Buffalo Wild Wings with me, I never thought any of us were making the NHL. <laughs> serious i really did yeah, yeah no i i honestly didn't either but that like i was saying that year in new york i that's when i really felt like well what the fuck i actually am and i, I had one of uh i forget his name but one of the like assistant coaches or one of the player personnel guys it's like before I went up for my meeting with the GMs, you know, like when they're sending people down and stuff, he's he like came up to me and like pulled me aside. He's like, "You're staying." He's like, "You you made it, man. You're you're staying here." I was like, "What?" And uh, so then, yeah, I was I was feeling all high and mighty, obviously, and feeling good about myself. And I don't know, it just didn't uh, didn't pan out. I, I understand why I got sent down. But I was frustrated that I didn't get called up that year. But there was other guys. Well, and you had another good well. year, man. You had 28 points in 69 games. Like, that's a solid year in the AHL, especially as a third-line center. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It was uh, it was goofy. It was goofy. It was, it was still, still fun. I, it was a good place to play, for sure. I think that org- that organization is pretty good with uh, giving guys chances too. I mean, it was it was different than Columbus. Uh, okay. Well, we better move and, uh, on though. You got still a lot more shit to do. We've been doing this a long time. Okay. After that year, and you decide it's time to move on, and we're going overseas. I think it's because it's a lockout. Is that not right? Or you would have still been grinding out North America. Yeah, it was the damn, it was the lockup. Exactly. And I just, I, uh, and you're what, I five, remember, like, five, I still remember my, 
my uh, like end of the year meeting with like the Islander guys or Bridgeport guys and like them asking like you you thinking you want to come back here next year and this is like before I knew anything about walkout happening and I was like yeah I mean I, I don't know I, I was pissed off like kind of the way the year went yeah. and so I was like saying like well I don't know it's like I want to want to get a chance to get called up or whatever um, where I should have said like yeah please have me back <laughs> I'm and, 30 uh, now <laughs> yeah so so yeah, anyways, so lockout happened and you know how that goes. It was not easy. I didn't want to go back and play in the coast. I don't know. I was feeling I just in looking back, I probably maybe I should have just went back to the coast for that year and then gone back. But yeah, there was no I wasn't getting like an AHL deal or anything that year. It's very um, weird. Yeah. Can, I, can I jump in here? It's very weird yeah. because we're so different players. You're a penalty killing third liner. And yeah. I am, uh, I am, if I'm not on your top two lines and I'm yeah. not on your power play, I'm pretty well useless to you. <laughs> it's very interesting that like, you're like, well, maybe I should have gone to the coast and played there longer. Like I wish I went to Europe sooner than I did. Yeah. I wish I went straight yeah. out of college. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't I I always had in the back of my mind like I would like to go to Europe, but I everything I had heard is like the European hockey isn't exactly gonna fit my style. Like right. No, you're import, right. You're if they right. have an import guy, if they have an import guy coming over, they want them to fucking put up. 50 points well it's all about the leagues you play in games. if they if they can have a there's only certain leagues that can have players like you um yeah, most well, leagues yeah can have scores but there's uh there's not that many leagues that can have a defensive forward as an import yeah exactly exactly so that's why i was never i always had him back in my mind like yeah i'd like to go play there for a few years and give it a shot but it wasn't I wasn't like in a hurry but yeah with that lockout happening that that kind of made my decision for me and then uh yeah that's when I signed in Austria with Graz which was it was an unbelievable it's an unbelievable city like great great spot um but the hockey side of things is not I felt like that was a little bit back into date territory. <laughs> is that right? Yeah, yeah. But the league, the league is the league is pretty good, and you're treated good. And um, like I said, the city was great. It's just, I don't know. I and like Graz was never a team that was one of the top in the league. They're kind of middle of the road or bottom. Um, they're they're like facility the rink was okay but like the locker room and shit like that was probably worse than date or about the same is that Um, it must have changed because i see the pictures now the guy that's the equipment manager that there now was the guy in cardiff with me and they yeah and they took the cardiff's captain my buddy marty um the goat 
and like they they took them they're both in grats together and i Are see they? pictures of their dressing room and it's like a little bit too pre-madonna for me really oh then they i mean they had they have the space like all it took was a little bit of renovation and like cleaning it up I, i'm sure I'm sure. I mean, it was well, I guess you played old. in the when NHL. There, eh? Maybe you got too deep. high expectations. You played the NHL. Yeah, 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 exactly. But then, like the coach, the fucking coach that we had there was—he was fucking terrible. He was, I wanted. Uh, I actually wanted to talk about your time in Graz. He was. Um, that he was, was right. That was awful. right around when I was getting recruited to go to Graz out of Beatingheim, and. Um, you had a couple of players on that team that I played with. Um, one of them was LaBelle. Um, yeah. Right. And so that's why he didn't come. because And want then Laton Dress was the other one played with me yeah. in Wiedingheim. So yeah. They're both on that team. And I'm pretty sure the coach was French. Those two were French. And um, right. Yeah. Yep. I, I don't. I don't. I don't think Grats is the, the same coach, anymore. He was just a pile. I, I he came to watch me play in Beatingheim, and I met him after the game, and we chatted for like two minutes, and I could tell she was never gonna work. Yeah, yeah. No, he was. First of all, he loved his Frenchies, but he was not a good coach at all. Yeah. So no, I know. And then like it's like the living with that guy in the hotel room. It's like, well, you have guys like that on a team, it's tough to win stuff, right? <laughs> yep, exactly. Exactly. Okay. But I, I mean, that was uh it was a good time still. I mean, the hot the hockey portion was frustrating. Well, I bet you uh, with a stuck, good but... coach, a North American coach in uh, Graz and the way it could be there, I bet oh, you that they're living the life now. Oh, God. Yeah, it'd be incredible. It'd be incredible. But I, I love playing in that league. I mean, Austria is unreal. Yeah, and uh, you 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 played your role, eh? And I saw Thomas Vanek played on that team. Is that because of the lockout then? Yeah, yeah. He did. I forgot about that. Yeah, he played, I don't know, he played 10 games or so. Uh, maybe he played more than that, probably. You look it up. I don't know. Uh, I looked it up earlier today. I was busy. Anyways, yeah. moving I, on. I, I don't know. Yeah, he played there. It was, he wasn't like, <laughs> he wasn't like a superstar in the league by any means, but. Well, it's pretty crazy how good guys are overseas. Like, you don't realize how good there are players in other countries. Okay, so then you go to Mora, Elsvenskin. We talked about that quite a bit. That's where the concussion happens. But how would you end up going there? So then the lockout happens. It ends. You don't get any traction in North America. So now you're a European, right? Yeah, so then I was – yeah, I wasn't really looking after playing in Austria that year. I wasn't really looking to go back to the U.S. Really, um, I just wanted to go to the best spot I could get in Europe, basically. Um, and yeah, the thing with Mora came up, and 
uh, just talking with buddies and stuff, telling me about the league and whatnot. Uh, I mean, that, that league, I would say, is it's different than the Austrian league, but it's, it's about the same level. Some ways it's better, probably some ways it's worse. Um, but anyway, so I, I don't know. I felt good about it, and uh, I had a good buddy that was there on the team, uh, current Blackhawks coach, Jeremy Carlton, uh, who I played with in, in Bridgeport. And uh, so that was – since he was there, I felt kind of good about going there. And, yeah, so that's why I ended up there. Okay. So then uh, what I guess we're kind of getting to the end of things now, eh? Because we've talked yeah, about I the, feel like the, we've been talking for like three hours. I know we have been. That's that's what everybody <laughs> keeps saying. Um like yeah, it all happens and then the the concussion happens and then Coventry happens and then next thing you know, we haven't talked to each other and uh Oh, I don't, it's been a long what, time. What else are you doing these days besides the podcast? Uh, I have a real job. That's what I do mainly all the time. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. What's a real job? Come here, Justin. Um, I'm an engineering supervisor. Hey. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I uh, met some good people and we great company. We're a global heat treatment company that does on-site heat treatment um so yeah no i might i kind of run the team we get get heat treating done for for our business right so then there you go we we could be using them so i know what you're talking about so yeah check it out super heat that's cool yeah um are you uh are you playing any hockey i don't want to no. No. Yeah, I don't really want to either. Like at all, actually. Not, not yet, anyways. I would rather watch you have, my... You have I, no, itch, no itch to coach or anything? No, I, w- I would like to coach my kids. Yeah. No, I, I like that stuff. I like getting to know their friends. I like to get to know... I want to help them. Um, But no, for myself, like to play hockey, no, that's not really in no. the... Not really in the cards. Sorry, I'm eating some ice cream cake. So am I going to get to meet the wife before we shut this down, or no? Is she staying out? She's scared. It's up up to her. Okay. Well, this has been... It's okay. She says she can't do it. We'll meet another time, boy. I know. Well, hopefully it's in person. Yeah. Because you were one of my best friends in the world, and then I just never saw you for like 15 years. Now you're married with kids, and I don't know. Yeah, I, I want to hear more about you. And what nope, that is for after hours. And this has been another episode of Two Ales and Hockey Tales with Bruce, other known as Trevor Frischman <laughs> and Wally. Some people clap on a one and three. Some people clap on a two and four. Some people don't join at all because they got no rhythm, and that's all right. 
Cause some people they drink too much Some people don't drink enough Some people are just like me I hope y'all forgive them I'm like Scott, cause I'm a girl. 